Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. A new week of podcasts. This is a double podcast week. First episode of this week is episode 89 with my main man Howard Bowens at Body by Bowens on Instagram. Every time I get together with Howard, there's something that's created that's super interesting that makes us ponder wellness and how to kind of orchestrate our lives so that we can optimize during struggle, during stress. We always seem to end up talking about that just because, you know, we're fitness professionals and we work with people and we're cognizant of constantly enhancing the way we perceive information through our nervous system, through our neuroendocrine system. Uh, This is something that I constantly want to talk about and constantly want to learn about. So every time Howard and I get together, we have a conversation along those lines. We get in deep about cannabis and uh, cannabidiol, which is CBD. We talk a little bit about the psychoactive component, THC, and the effects of that THC play. Uh, It's a fun podcast, as always. Howard is the man. Make sure to follow his Instagram at bodybybowens. Before we start the podcast, I want to take a second to talk about Well Vibes Organic, which is Howard CBD Company. It is some of the highest quality CBD that's around, and it comes in many different forms. He's got the solve, he's got the tinctures, the capsules. Now he's coming out with a flower, which is going to be very interesting. CBD is a, is a great way to decompress and get yourself in that parasympathetic state of being so that you can kind of be as calm as possible when you're taking in what the environment is telling you. I use CBD regularly, whether it's in the solid form or in tincture form. It just gets me ready to start the day in a nice, relaxed state of mind. This episode is also brought to you by Action Coffee. Go to www.drinkaction.com right now and make sure to try the Amplified Coffee from Action Coffee. Use promo code Danny at checkout and you'll get 12% off your order of Amplified MCT infused coffee. Give it a shot. It's a great way to start your day. I love drinking Action. It's fuel for life. And this episode is also brought to you by Formula Nootropics. Now, nootropics are crucial to getting yourself in optimal shape cognitively and physically for that matter. Go to www.getmyformula.com right now. Take the test that they have on their homepage and figure out which nootropic stacks are right for you. Use promo code DannyColaFitness at checkout to get 20% off your nootropic stack. Now, without further ado... Here's the podcast with Howard Bones. We got to unwind and talk a, a little bit about this, man, because there is a lot. And how about this? How do you feel about like when a lot is going on, managing your stress with exercise and sleep and eating right and breathing more than normal? Definitely. You got to put more emphasis on the, all of those things. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like so many people like stray away from that. It's like, no, I can't do that shit because I got stuff to do. But in, and like in reality, they feel like shit and they're just not feeling good more times than they're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So 
dude, tell me what the fuck is going on with you? How are things? What's going on with well vibes and, uh, and all that. We're going to go right into this. If that's cool with you. Yeah, that's, that's perfectly fine, man. Uh, well vibes is going great, man. It's, uh, so for those who don't know, well vibes organic is a CBD brand I created, uh, to help people reinforce the, their wellness. Uh, so to, you know, tap into their body's innate recovery processes, uh, so that they can regenerate quicker, uh, manage stress better, um, and kind of manage kind of what you're, we were talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so just a side note. Um, so I've been using the, the bomb, the solve mm-hmm. and, um, I rolled my ankle pretty badly on Sunday. It was super fat. And obviously I did ice on the night that I rolled it. And then like after that, the next day, you know, the swelling went down just a little bit. I've been just using the CBD bomb on there and dude, it's like back to normal. Yeah. Three days. yeah. Three it's, days. Um, it's a strong anti-inflammatory um, and really helps with uh, pain perception. Mm-hmm. Um, and just calming down your nervous system. So when you have something like that happen, your body kind of freaks out, starts to swell, starts mm-hmm. to kind of protect itself, which is great at first. Um, but you know, afterwards, you, you want to calm that calm that reaction down, and that's what uh, CBD uh, does. You know, especially topical, mm-hmm. your kind of spot treat, just like you were. Uh, yeah. It's a great way to use that to kind of uh, support your your exercise routine. You know, yeah, for sure. Like I just there was no stopping the routine it was okay you know once i realized i rolled my ankle and i had i had a still was playing soccer i had to stop doing that i took myself out of the game and then i was like nope because i got to work the next day i got shit i gotta do (laughs) no places places (laughs) to be i'm like i'm getting out right now this is just so that i can let my animal out loose a little bit run around play some soccer but the second my physical realm is compromised i'm out you know, I got things that I got to accomplish and I need to physically be ready. And it's another thing too, like we take advantage of being like mobile, you yeah. know, like, when, you know, we're young and, and throughout our youth, we're moving and we were doing all sorts of shit, taking it for granted. And then one day, you know, and, and I read this, this, the Ben Greenfield article I shared earlier today at 27, it starts going downhill with millennials, mm-hmm. a study found out. And, you know, we're of that group. And, you know, you start to see it in your friends, you know, we're 30 years old now, like people who are not keeping in shape or keeping like, or do, doing something purposeful, making themselves happy, they're starting to go down, they get the dad bod, they're losing their hair, they're, they're looking not as youthful anymore, you know, for sure. Yeah. And not just look, but you know, they, their performance, like, the, yeah, you know, their, their functioning has gone down significantly, uh, their ability to do simple tasks, like, you know, just jumping or balancing, standing on one foot, those kinds of things. What playing with your kids? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that yeah. crazy? You know, like uh, I, I was listening to Kyle Kingsbury's podcast today, and he was talking. I forget what guest he had on, but he was talking about after like the birth of a baby, mm-hmm. like the dad starts to develop, you know, more fat and like evolve to the point where like we could withstand like late nights without sleeping enough and and making sure that the baby is taken care of and it also uh increases their chances of not reproducing again for a Mm -hmm. little while Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting to think about yeah i mean in the same way that a mom's body drastically changes yes uh, and it makes sense you know it makes sense that uh you know males would have some type of a change as well, you know, to fit the the traditional role, I suppose, evolutionary sure. role. 
for sure. So um, anyway, we got sidetracked a little bit. You're talking about well vibes. You're talking about uh, it's being busy. So what's going on in your life, dude? Man, just doing some uh, more events, setting up in some more spaces. I'm going to be doing some traveling here pretty soon, uh, getting out to Vegas, getting out to San Francisco uh, for a golf tournament, and um, just really kind of uh, getting people in front of the the product and letting them know how they can add that into their lifestyle to kind of create, um, you know, uh, to, to help them do what they like to do for longer periods of time um, and yeah. with less injury. Yes. Hell yeah. So that's cool. You're going to Vegas. How'd you get that set up? That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Actually, a buddy a buddy of mine is uh, from the UK. He is going to be participating in the World Series of Poker there. Oh. Um, and also, you know, cannabis is, all forms of cannabis is legal there. So I, mm-hmm. I'd like to go there just to do some market research myself mm-hmm. um, and kind of just see what the market's like. Because as, as you know, you know, Illinois is about to be rec legal um, yes, in January. Sir. So I'm I'm preparing for, you know, all phases of me connecting wellness, exercise with cannabis use and showing people the benefits of that. Dude, very, very well said. Yeah, man. Like, it's going to be an interesting time. Like, it's been demonized our entire lives. And, uh, you know, as you get older and as information becomes more accessible, you start to learn and think for yourself as you uh, become informed. And, you know, cannabis does a lot of positive things to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, so one of the what, most what, interesting things, man, with yeah. cannabis uses, especially with CBD, is the neuroprotective properties. So its ability to help create new um, connections in the brain, um, but also the ability to... Uh, prevent degradation in the brain and help to prevent, you know, uh, neurodegenerative neurodegenerative disease like mm-hmm. um, Alzheimer's disease, mm-hmm. um, and uh, which is really interesting. So, you know, it's almost like yeah, the I, I, that's of the, what people used to say, like it, exactly. it was going to like kill your brain cells and like destroy <laughs> your brain, and it's like, oh, we're finding out that it probably has the opposite effect. Yeah. Wow. How crazy is that? Like contrary to what we've learned damaging brain cells and we we learn that it actually you know creates new neurological pathways or at least keeps them strong and more flexible and uh, adaptable you know which is what we need as we get older uh i'm just like you know i'm interested or i'm 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 kind of like uh, odd as i get older as i find people who are just like stuck in you know, the same like mantra, the same mindset, their unwillingness to adapt and, and change behavior and, and change with the times and change with the generation. Like, what, what are your thoughts on that? You know, if we're not being, if we're not being adaptable and flexible, like our health can se- severely. Yeah. Decline. You're, you're going to decline. You're going to miss out. And then you become dependent on different outlets. You know, I find that people are really dependent on say the news, the local news. Um, because, you know, like you said, when you have an open mind, you start to understand that there's, there's not a whole lot of like hard rules to most things in life. Um, usually things are kind of on a spectrum, if you will. So if we talk about cannabis use, like, yeah, we can find, we can find instances where people are abusing cannabis. There's no doubt about it, Mm -hmm. but there's also no doubt about that cannabis can be used to improve our health and wellness significantly if used the right way. Now, 
whether or not it's abused is really dependent on the person. It's just just like alcohol, except alcohol really doesn't have any upside to it. Right. But, you know, we we aren't freaking out about people going to buy liquor or people going to the bar. And that's actually very you know, accepted behavior um, in our culture. So uh, our reasoning is kind of like it's off. And like I said, I think people, because they lack the reasoning skills almost, they just become dependent on different outlets to like give them information. So that's why like now that, you know, there's been more information on the news about CBD, more people are starting to become open to CBD, even though they could have been open to CBD for years. They could have been using it for a long time, but now. Basically conclusion is once mainstream television and mainstream media gets a hold of these benefits, then the people start to switch their mind. Like, you know, it's the thing, like we talked about this before. It's like, you have to go and seek out the knowledge if you want it. Cause if you don't, then you're just going to get like a line of mediocrity, maybe a little bit of, you know, subpar below average information that gets you thinking on no levels or no other playing fields, no different perspectives, the same type of way that society kind of jams the way you're supposed to live down your throat and shit. And like expectations of generations past, like it just stops us, stops us from moving forward mentally, physically, just kind of growing and, and sharing knowledge. It's a shame that it has to like have this delay process. We're talking about, we're talking about, cbd here (laughs) you know what i'm saying we're talking about a plant that has a ton of upside and very little downside you know it's interesting that we go this direction but though again i'm I'm finding in in other areas of life like there's a lot of fucked up shit going on howard behind the scenes in administration in politics in uh you name it it's there's a problem in you know what i'm saying definitely i I could yeah exactly um there's an issue i mean because you you know you have people that are well aware of how society say groupthink um, works, mm-hmm. and you know they're focusing on breaking down the rules to how we can market best to these groups of people that they know are not going to do the research and they're not going to think for themselves and they're just going to hop on some type of a say theme or trigger word or whatever it is that, to get them like you know going or get them mm-hmm. purchasing and, or get them to, to do something or vote or whatever it might be. Um, so yeah, man, I mean, there's definitely things going on behind the scenes that are, that are taking advantage of the fact that people don't want to do research, you know? Yeah, for real. And then somehow that gets portrayed as like the way to go, right? you know, and now it's catching up that CBD is good. Just like, you know, you know, it took a long time for people to realize, you know, an extended amount or a, 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 an unhealthy amount of sugar is bad for you and that moving is good for you. Like, how long is it going to take before mainstream understands the, the value of strengthening your connective tissue and how that has a role on how we move in transverse planes and, and how does it affect directly on the way we think, feel and take in external stimuli? How long do you think it's going to take for mainstream to understand that? It's going to take a long time. Only because, really because of how we're approaching that situation. So um, if you look at like Eastern traditions, I just, I feel like Eastern traditions say like yoga, that they use, um, say different lines of energy to kind of convey different fascial connections, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
I feel like Eastern thought typically simplifies things so that like everyone can, can kind of understand it mm-hmm. rather than, you know, Western science, if you will, definitely makes things more complex to understand. So I, I started understanding more about connective tissue through anatomy trains, a company that blends Eastern and Western. So I could use my Western scientific principles that, you know, you learn growing up and the simplicity of Eastern ways of thinking of say energy production, energy transfer throughout the body and making that connection to get me to understand things much easier. Um, but you know, that book is still pretty complex. It's like so, I, re- so I, I look through it every single day and yeah. I'll read like a snippet here. And like, I honestly, I'm looking at page seven for like a month before I move on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's really thick stuff. I mean, it is. And it isn't, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you got to reread it over and over again. I don't know, at least for me to like yeah. make things thick. you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's almost like you're, when you're reading it, you're deconstructing deconstructing what you already have in mind about the body and you're maybe adding in another layer and saying, all right, what if this is the case? How does that change the outcomes of like what we're able to do, how we're able to look at exercise? And I think it, it improves it. Um, now we're just talking about, in its simplest form, we're just talking about changing the way we look at the body, right? Mm-hmm. I think the difficulty comes because our way of understanding things we're used to we're used to seeing things super complicated and at like such a level that's like it's unproductive to functionality like if we're looking at a muscle at the cellular at the cellular level right we're looking at like all the you know fascicles and 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 all those like tiny tiny parts of the muscle and like Mm -hmm. how nerves are you know innervate the muscle and then the nerves go through this and that and this and if we're looking at all those tiny little pieces like that it isn't it's going to be harder and harder to put all those tiny little pieces together you know in a narrative that makes sense whereas if if we're looking at different like connections instead and making you know bigger using bigger uh units i suppose if if that makes sense to like start to explain these things um as long as they explain what we want them to explain then why why use more complicated language why not use simpler easier language uh to convey information so that's what i like about anatomy trains is that they try i know it is uh, it is a dense book um but there are other books uh that they have that kind of explain it in simpler terms as well but it's going to take a while as long as we're doing like the western scientific method only thing it's going to take a really long time for people to people are not going to understand it basically People are just not going to do it's it. Like, it's like it take, well, it's going to take people like us to break it down even further. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. guys, guys like me and you casually talking about connective tissue and how it's affecting our, you know, development physically, mentally and all that stuff. Casually, you know, it will, I guess, over time within itself be more digestible for regular people to understand and, you know, kind of make part of and or at least make it a part of the way they think about going going about their fitness journey. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. I think the, the structure to that is something that I, I feel strongly or I feel, I feel passionate about like trying to trying to help people understand that journey better because it's still very much so I need to go on the treadmill and run so that I can get my summer abs, you know? 
Like, right. I don't think that's, I don't think that's a healthy way of like long-term health and fitness. It's not. I mean, it's, if you think fascially, if someone's just doing it all the time over a long period of time, um, you can, you could have a good guess as to what's going to happen that all their multi-directional skills going to be compromised. They're going to, body's going to over-specialize in linear movement and they're going to have some issues because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's no way around it. The only way to really truly maintain your body's function um, and, uh, you know, ability to, ability to keep you healthy and, and uh-huh. prevent injury, you right. have to work uh, all lines of fascia. You have to work multidirectional and you have to have a good understanding of when those things are being compromised and how to approach it. Like you, you need to be able to look at someone or yourself and say like, Oh, I'm noticing now that this is getting a little tight or this is this range of motion is compromised. I, now I have a game plan as to how to work on that specific line, right. you know, but if I don't know, yeah, the and lines, we, and, you're not going to do it. Right. And you know what? We've talked about this before and I'll tell you since we've talked, I don't know over the last four months or whatever, six months, five months, whatever, like, I'm getting much better at that, reading that as a trainer and as a coach, like giving, getting the information from people on like where they have like weaknesses Mm -hmm. and then you can see where they dip in their left hip. And then you talk about like that connection between the hip and the knee and then the opposite shoulder. And like, they all have like these tie-ins somehow. And then like, you can go about structuring a workout with a mace so that they can over time boom, develop strength in that opposite hip. Like I'm getting much better at learning that. That's pretty interesting, man. Awesome. Yeah, it, it, it is interesting. And it's, uh, it's hard, it's hard to explain, I guess, without just practicing it. I think practicing yeah. is the best thing you can do. Um, yeah. but then, like you said, your eyes just start to, your eyes just start to open and then you just start to understand things, you know? And totally. You and then like, yeah, nice. yeah, you, you totally do. And then like, it's almost this intuitive, no, 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 no. We need to put the, we need to put the weight on this side, you know, right. load up the, the ankle a little bit higher, making sure that everything's nice and tall and, you know, in the proper form, maybe it's no weight for this round. And like, it's crazy. Like the things that unfold over time. Um, but yeah, like ever since we started talking about that, I started paying more attention to it. And then, you know, it's weird how you learn and adapt. And I think that's still like learning these, these difficult t- things and growing in your career, I think is attributed to eight hours of fucking sleep, making sure that I'm doing my breath work, eating quality, intermittent fasting, whatever it is, you know, the different movement patterns, it all attributes, it all connects in some way, shape or form. And like, I want to try to stress this, you know, as much as I can, because it's so important and we can't stray away from it, you know, Yeah. especially when times are getting tough. Definitely. Definitely, man. That's, it's, it's extremely important. So, um, what'd you think of white belt weekend? Did, uh, were you sore the, the week following? Uh, yeah, I was pretty sore, man. Um, the first, I'd say like maybe the first couple of days after I was, I was sore and then I, f- I actually felt pretty good. I mean, the, the second day I, I did some working out again and I, I felt pretty good. I mean, I was sore, but like, I felt like my work capacity had in, increased like a ton. Um, yeah. and my, my thing is I've been just trying to keep that same work capacity like that. It was, I mean, those tests were no joke, man. Like they were, mm-hmm. they really got you to understand what your body was capable of doing 
You know what I mean? Um, because normally I just would never, normally I would never push myself to that limit because I know that I was, I would still be, you know, like, I, I, I feel like I would be doing enough. So say if I was doing like 15 to 20 reps, I'd be like, oh, 15 to 20 reps is a good amount of you know, good, good rep range yeah. for this movement. If I can do those well, then, you know, why do I need to keep doing that? Uh, maybe I should work on something else. Um, whereas this was like 100, 200, 200 reps. Spots. Like, it's like, dang, like I haven't really done 200 reps of something in a long time, if ever. Uh, so... Uh, but you know what, dude? I'll tell you something. Yeah. I really like, I, even though I agree with you, I don't train. I don't ever do 200 reps of anything. Mm -hmm. I, hell no, dude. I rather like move to some music now and not even do the sets and reps anymore and just kind of move for 40 minutes, 30 minutes on the ground with the mace, with some kettlebells, with the clubs. And like, I'm, I'm golden. Um, but wait, where, where, where was that before? Where were we going before? before that oh the 200 reps yeah. i do like the point that i was trying to make is um i do like getting in that trance in that zone yeah. knowing when i'm at like 112 and i have 70 some more to go like i like testing the boundaries a little bit yeah definitely you know what I'm saying? and now i'm like putting that more into my workouts now with just simple movements of like say like even a uh, it's like a sit-up um and then like the push-ups we're doing i'm like i'm going for a lot of reps i'm really 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 trying to push the boundaries on, on my work capacity uh to see what's the body capable of you know yeah do you ever do you have you ever done any races like any big races you ever think about doing a triathlon or anything like that uh, zero interest in doing a triathlon um, no i'm not even just to like test your not even just to test your real boundaries can you swim uh i could swim i mean i would have to train to swim a, a triathlon but i know how to swim um yeah same it i just have no interest in it that's all i can say i like i like just going outside and working out that that's yes like, i agree that's problem that's my favorite thing from an extra yeah i agree with you especially on like a beautiful day when the sun's hitting you oh yeah i have a park out here i go to and I'm, i feel like i'm starting to be known as that guy like <laughs> <laughs> i bring my rate i bring my uh my speaker out there and i just you know get some music going I'm out in the middle of the field, you know, and there's a lot of people that are like staring at me, probably like this guy's a weirdo. Uh, but I nah, have like my steel mace and I just do steel mace bodyweight work for for a while. It's like my that's like my perfect workout environment. I'm I'm with you, pal. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I do the workouts like I, I was, I've seen, I'm pretty seen on my Instagram. I'm doing it in my front yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and I like it's part of the. It's, I think that's even part of the, the thing too. Like, I don't care what people are thinking or seeing. Like, just give it a shot and 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 try and buy in and see see what it does for you. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to like. I'm on that. Like, it's, I think I've told you. I don't want to be on that fence of like trying to get people to do anything, but at the same time, like, I want to express my passion about it and how it's developed me and like a lot of people I know. You know, dude, developing your movement is crucial to health like crucial yeah um you know and we've talked about it before like dude i we feel great like we talked mm -hmm. i'm like dude i feel amazing I, you talk to you and you're like you feel amazing we still feel like we're getting in better shape you know like mm -hmm. and that's because we are seeking that information and trying to understand what our body's capable of to me like that way your body's always kind of moving forward, moving forward. I think 
our modern society definitely undercuts what we're capable of doing at any given age. You know, I think we think that totally. once we hit 30, it's like dad bod time and you're going to be out of shape and you're not going to feel like you felt when you were 21. And exactly. I mean, dude, like, how do you know that? I mean, I can say myself that I feel better now than I did when I was 21, guaranteed. Like, oh, I, 100%. I, feel, I feel much better. And I was playing, people were like, oh, you play college football. You were in better shape in college football. I'm like, dude, I was in football shape only but i could i could barely move when i was playing football like my hips were my hips were tight and my strength coach didn't know what to do to help me with my hips like it was so stretch exactly out. it was stretch out Bones, stretch more. stretch out those hips um i did man the thing is it's so frustrating when you do like i literally used to stretch a lot but i wasn't you know i wasn't doing the right things i didn't understand what i needed to try to get to um so it wasn't it wasn't ever going anywhere. So that's that's part of what fueled me as a coach, just to start understanding the things so I could help other people um, in a place that I felt like was was lacking for me. You know. Yeah, for sure. I just you know again like we're walking around with a steel mace and like we can't. I don't. I'm trying to find like the perfect like way to come across to somebody in like this. I guess, uh, approachable manner. It's like, hey, come and swing this piece of metal around that resembles uh, some of the medieval people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's just a lot of people are intimidated. They don't know how they're going to be able to do it. Obviously, we talk about needing a coach and that. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of like alphas out there that are totally afraid to look stupid on something so simple and unique. Yeah, man. So they just like totally throw it away completely. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to get better. I've been trying to get better myself at not caring about looking stupid because, or not caring about what other people think. Yeah. Um, bottom line. Bottom line, because I feel like that's that's probably the biggest like, hur- like hurdle or wall people run into that stops sure. you from from growing is just like this mindset of caring about like, what if, what if this person, what if this person says this, what if this person says that? Like, to me, I'm like, why would I allow someone else to make me unhealthy just because of like, for no reason, basically. Yeah. You know that's I mean? Totally for no reason. Like when you look at it from another, another like point of view, yeah. it's like, it doesn't matter what that person will ever think. It has nothing to do to jeopardize your health. Right. And CBD, for an instance, I, I wasn't always, extremely knowledgeable about CBD. Uh, I actually was interested in other herbs before CBD, but when I came to CBD, you know, I did the research. It was like undeniable that this stuff is beneficial for you in almost every way, you know, mentally, um, you know, from a digestive standpoint, uh, from a physical standpoint of, uh, let's talk a little bit about dude, the digestive standpoint. How, how does like the, the digestive system play a role in, uh, working with CBD, so the simplest way to put it is your body digestive system works best when your body's in more of a parasympathetic state. Um, mm-hmm. And the uh, vagus nerve um, is able to kind of innervate the intestines um, in an ideal way so that you have uh, improved digestion and movement through the intestines as well as improved uh, absorption of nutrients through the intestines. There you go. Um, yeah, that's that's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask if it was uh, 
making your making your body more you know capable of absorbing nutrients but yeah right exactly and and you know your your digestive tract's always going to be healthier when things are moving through it right like constantly it's not meant for things just to stop and stay there uh so what they found is like uh when the the vagus nerve isn't activated uh fully or at all you start to have um issues you know people with like issues like ibs for instance are issues where things can get stuck in a place for too long and the processes in your body uh, start to get mixed up or start to get um you know they start to work in overdrive if you will mm-hmm. um and then you start to get like big reactions of like explosive um digestion and all those things and uh those things are kind of telling you that like really your digestive system's acting very spastically um, and there needs to be some relaxation happening in your nervous system um, so that your, your body can function the way it needs to and then kind of get back to balance. Uh, so uh, there's been studies that have shown um, the connection between the vagus nerve innervation and digestive health and then also um, uh, uh, cannabis use um, and innervating um, say CB1, CB2 receptors, um, and that having an effect on your vagus nerve and having an effect on digestion, um, improved digestion, uh, among other things. Do you, do you, do you think, um, like what, what does, uh, the people with like Crohn's disease or these autoimmune issues, like, do you think CBD helps people like that? Or are those derived strictly from the nervous system or is there, you know, I don't know what, what, yeah. First of all, like where where can that come from, and like how does that keep coming about? Like especially so prevalent now in, in millennials, like these autoimmune issues yeah. and gluten intolerant issues and celiac disease and Crohn's disease and all that that shit. Does CBD help with those symptoms? Uh, CBD can definitely help with those symptoms. Um, any CBD can help with any symptom that's related to nervous system dysfunction, which includes immune system dysfunction. Um, yeah. Now, it obviously depends on the severity of, of any disease as to... Right, the individual. Right. I mean, I can't say that it's going to cure anyone, but what I can say is that when CBD acts on its receptors, um, it creates an effect that your body's basically missing if you have a lot of those different um, issues that are nervous system related. Uh, now, there, there are other herbs that work on other individual receptors. Um, so we, it, we can't say that these are the only receptors that help with these particular things, but we do know that these receptors will help influence um, the nervous system in a way that's going to be beneficial for, for a person dealing with those symptoms. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be helpful. Um, you know, and my thing too is I I trying to get people to connect CBD with activity and with different yeah. exercises, whether it's mental or physical exercises, because you know I look at CBD as an influencer. Um, yeah, it works directly, um, but it's influencing your body towards parasympathetic states, so that when you're doing um, activities, that maybe the point of the activity is to uh, get more rest, regeneration, those type of things. Um, that CBD can help um, kind of make those more powerful, if you will. Uh, so if you're if you're living an extremely stressful life and you know you're not going to be able to get a ton of sleep, um, say taking CBD before you go to sleep, even if it's say four or five hours, 
you're going to that sleep's going to be more beneficial than if you were to not if that if you will like if you were to be in a more, right, more, right. In a more uh, sympathetic state uh so it it could be used in a lot of different ways to help you stay balanced um you know if you can't do those you know if you if you know you have to stay up late you can use cbd and help you so like you're not going to be as tired you're not going to your body's going to be able to recover sure. a little bit more um sure. so you guys you just got into the gummies huh I just, what made you go I that got into the gummies man uh because they're the most popular product right now <laughs> <laughs> uh about a thousand people started asking me about gummies i have gummies and um you know it took a while for me to um kind of get that going with the manufacturer and trying to figure out what the best tasting stuff was and so on and so forth. Um, but now we have the uh, mellow apple gummies. Um, they taste great. Um, and yeah, they work well. I like them. Great. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to try them. I got to, I got to try them. I like, I like edible CBD products. I mean, I like edible THC products as well. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, when you know when you break it down through the liver, it just has a different effect on the way you feel. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you feel what? What do you like when you go to THC? Because I know you're a THC yeah. guy. Do you got? Do you like doing sativas regularly? Do you like doing an indica at nighttime? Is there a specific way you like to go about and enhances your your thinking, your movement patterns, or your perspective on stuff? Definitely, I'm not a huge indica fan at all because it it typically makes me feel like I can't get anything done. That's now that's mm. just like me personally. I know some people absolutely love indicas and it's been a while since I've truly experienced a true indica. So, mm -hmm. you know, maybe I just need to try it again. Uh, sure. But sure. Generally sativas, I really enjoy. and I love hybrids. I'm finding hybrids now are starting to just give me like a real balanced um, uplifting effect uh that's that's a little bit different than than the sativa you know sativa sometimes can be a little bit um too intense uh and they tend to get your you know i feel like sativas are the ones that tend to affect like your heart rate and anxiety level the fight or flight too yeah. like you can get in that paranoia if, if state you start to, like, you start to freak out quickly. right sure. like if you can handle it you can handle it. but if you you know you could really start to freak out and i think that's when the 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 Especially somebody who's not used to high THC right. and they, they start to have those intense paranoid feelings like that could that can go in a downward spiral pretty quickly. If you're not in like a comfortable set and setting, you could that's almost like a mild psychedelic. Definitely. To some people, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, to some people. Um, but, you know, listen, man, I think legalization of cannabis is going to be one of the most important things when we talk about understanding how we can use it in our daily lives to help improve the activities in our daily life because you know i i could buy legally now in illinois which is great by the way um because you're a medical patient i'm a medical patient um, correct and it's much easier for me to go in and figure out what's going to help me be productive than if I were to try to like meet up with a random person to buy sure. some random stuff that I really have no control over what I'm getting. 
Oh, dude, there's no there's question no, about there's that. No there's no question about it. They grow it in, in labs under the nicest lights, yeah. and they're giving it the best treatment possible. I mean, there's no question that people talk about the weed nowadays is a trillion times better than back in the, the 80s and the 70s and the 60s when everyone was smoking fucking pot. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And people didn't know what So now it's like, yeah, dude, now it's on another level. I mean, now it's medical grade, like giving it to patients with cancer. And yeah. like you hear all these stories about these people that are terminally ill, just having a better perspective. I mean, I guess that's more like psilocybin. You know, you give like a terminally ill per- person some psilocybin and they start to really come become at peace with their life and how things are, you know, unfolding and how like you know what i'm saying they look look at a shitty situation with like the purest optimism but like i think i think high doses of thc can really have that effect you know on on, on somebody in such a positive way like make them more loving or things taste better or you know maybe it acts as like as a neuro or, or cognitive enhancer to some people like there's no doubt about you it know, that, i mean like there, there's so many different ways that it can have an effect, a positive one at that on human beings, let alone they got big pharma. And that's, just, you know, it's a common, it's a common argument. You know, big pharma sells stuff legally. Uh, they prescribe it when they don't, uh, you know, doctors are prescribing all sorts of medications when they don't necessarily have to, but they do because it's like profit and there are ties with these companies and so much shit. And they have so many you know, negative side effects that it's just crazy. And it's messy. Like even with kids too, like there are, there are some kids that, you know, need this, need, need pills for whatever the case is, but like it alters their chemistry, their endocrine system, their hormone levels. It's pretty crazy. And like that affects long-term, don't you think? Yeah. And it's so concentrated um, that, you know, your body, like just the dependency is high. So what's interesting is like the dependent, there's, there's really no shown like effects of dependency on CBD or cannabis in general, um, which is amazing for something to have yes. that kind of an, a, such a drastic effect on you in a way that can be very positive. Um, but at the same time, you're not, you're not going to be dependent on it. Your body's chemistry doesn't, isn't dependent on it like it is with uh, pharmaceuticals. Um, sure. So, it's like you can have your cake and eat it too. Exactly. You know, and if we're talking about if we're talking about mood um, and cognitive functioning, um, and you know, I'm a huge believer of uh, physical functioning as well. Man, I'm telling you, man, like uh, rec recreational cannabis is is going to be a game changer with that. Now, when you think about it, it's all about the ratios of all the cannabinoids in the cannabis plant. Um, THC is just one cannabinoid, CBD is one, but there's CBG, CBN, um, tons and tons of other compounds in cannabis. Now, those ratios are kind of what give the different strains the different feel. Um, Interesting. So, you know. Now, what other, what other uh, molecules of cannabis are also psychoactive like THC? Um, none. Just THC. So, THC is the only psychoactive product. Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, which is which is interesting. Um, but, you know, you have the degree, how much THC versus how much other cannabinoids in the plant are going to give you the feeling. Like, if you think about it, the other cannabinoids are all about, like, the feeling and the, the taste, you know, and the, mm-hmm. and the pain relief, um, those things. Hmm. The, the THC okay. is not necessarily responsible for those things. 
Um, THC is responsible primarily for a psychoactive component, but THC is also a very strong antioxidant and a neuroprotective agent as well, which is, which is interesting, like very strong. It's a stronger antioxidant than CBD. And they're both considered very, very strong antioxidants to protect your body from um, stress-related damage and, and really what we would consider aging in our bodies, um, both CBD can, and other phytocannabinoids and THC um, all protect uh, against that type of cellular damage. That's amazing for me to hear because, like, I feel fucking, like, tip-top magoo more times than I don't, especially when shit hits the mm-hmm. fan. Like, I'm nine out of ten days, man. Like, I feel like I can handle, I feel like I can handle some shit and keep on moving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, not, and, and I, that's obviously something that takes more than just cannabis you know, we've mentioned multiple times already, and it's a consistent practice and, and, and a constant struggle and, and learning. But, you know, with with all that being said, I feel nine days out of 10, 10 days out of 10, man, pretty, pretty sharp. Yeah. And and it makes it makes total sense. It makes total sense. And, you know, the craziest thing to me when you think about it is cannabis is a plant that you're trying to get the beneficial properties of the plant to help you go throughout your day. Um, and for the most part, there's really no negative side effects, um, besides, you know, if someone smokes too much, I mean, I guess they could be freaking out, they could have a panic attack, um, that kind of thing. But that comes, that's, that's abuse, right? That's not, that's not normal use. Sure. But, you know, I also think too, like, you know, any like undeveloped brain or a brain that's going through development, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that the psychoactive component, I mean, there are plenty of 18 year old kids who smoke marijuana and it does them, you know, just as good as a 25 year old, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, maybe it doesn't have that crazy of a negative effect, but some people, depending on the way they brought up or certain way genes are kind of turning on and turning off in their individual system, mm-hmm. it could be a negative. Potentially. We don't, we don't, we don't know that, but that's potentially, yes, it could be negative. Um, and I only say that because it, it changes your brain state more so than it changes your brain and your brain changes depending on the state it's in, you know, over a period of time. Right. Um, so it's, it really is really more to do with like all the other things that you do in your life, your decision-making, your thoughts about yourself, ego, those sure. things have a bigger development over how your brain's going to be working than just the cannabis use itself, if that makes sense. That, yeah, that makes – dude, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. That makes a ton of sense so so much. So um, – Yeah. No, continue. Go ahead. Uh, so, yeah, man. No, I mean – so what, what gets me is like we're only – people are only up in arms about cannabis because it was just recently legalized. Like if you compare it to, so say we, you know, we drink coffee, right? Um, mm-hmm. We drink coffee. It's an herbal supplement. We drink it. It's a stimulant. It changes the way our body operates for a specific period of time. Um, and it, for the most part, doesn't have very many negative side effects, except if people abuse it, right? Same thing as sure. cannabis. Um, we're talking about alcohol. Alcohol doesn't have any of the positive effects of either coffee or cannabis. Um, People abuse it all the time. Tons of deaths, organ failures, so on and so forth from the use of alcohol. 
Responsible for a lot of negative shit. For no question. Far more negative stuff than cannabis. Now, it that just blows my mind, man. Like that that really shows like you were talking about earlier, like people being able to like think for themselves. Like if you're just put that into perspective, it's like why are we so freaked out about cannabis? Dude, I I know. It's a great question. And that's going to be the title of this podcast. Why are we so freaked out about cannabis? I know parents that like are okay with their 21-year-old son like drinking like crazy in college because it's what they're supposed to do, let alone like the damage it's having on their organs that are still developing, their prefrontal lobe that's still developing and just still kind of abusing this fact they're super young. You know, it's super dangerous, but parents are are like, yeah, you know, it's college. Let them drink. It's It's okay. Or like even parents providing, yeah, even parents providing booze at like prom and shit. It's like, oh, no, let them drink. That's the fucking dumbest thing. actually extremely dangerous. I mean, not even just in the sense of consuming that, but uh, a minor being kind of out in a bunch of different environments intoxicated obviously we know like year after year man we see kids getting in car accidents this and that um because they think it's i mean they think it's okay and they think it's okay like oh it's not a big deal drinking is not a big deal right um but yeah you're right like in a sense like some of those same parents could be saying like oh but i'll never let them touch cannabis and it's like Exactly. And I guess that's yeah, the point yeah, I'm trying to yeah. make. It's like they demonize they demonize smoking right. weed when when they're just encouraging the drinking in college or, you know, being okay with it at the very least. It's fucking poisonous. And I'm not saying that I'm like, you know, all on the, the cannabis side and not on the alcohol side. Like I do think it serves its purpose. Like if you can do it responsibly and just again, we're talking about abuse yeah. of cannabis. Like use cannabis to your discretion, how you need it, how it affects you in a positive way. Understand what it can do for you if you're in that right stage in your life and it does provide you a benefit and it does enhance the way you go about your life fucking mazel tov and when it becomes legal everyone is going to be doing it recreationally and it's going to be a huge benefit to the state of illinois and you know this is the same thing with alcohol you could abuse the shit out of alcohol you become addicted to it you get you know all sorts of disease, all sorts of heartbreak in many different ways. You, you, you're impaired on how you think. You're, you're impaired on how you're growing day to day, neurologically, physically, and emotionally. Like all that stuff is totally skewed, yeah. you know. But I do like to have a glass of wine here and there. If you can do it responsibly, it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, if you do it responsibly, it's fine. And that's you know, I mean, or a beer, you know, hanging out, having a few beers, like that's that's okay. It's, all I'm asking is that we apply the same rationale to all these different products. And I mean, it it should it should almost be more inclined towards cannabis use if you just think about. First of all, like me and you, we're we're health individuals. We're, we're uh, you know health professionals, and mm-hmm. dude, like if I'm gonna go on vacation and I want to chill at a beach, like I would much rather be smoking a joint than drinking like oh 110 because i'm still it's still gonna like allow me to have a good time it's gonna allow me to truly relax alcohol kind of gives the illusion of relaxation sometimes but when you're drinking alcohol your body internally doesn't relax that's what you have to think about it, it like that there's a reason why when you're drinking a lot and you wake up in the morning and you feel awful because it just like messes up your body's it's, uh, processes its nervous system Sure. Messes it all up. Sure. Um, sure. So totally. 
uh, you know, whereas cannabis is not going to have that effect. It's going to actually relax you and actually put you in a parasympathetic state. Um, and you know, you're going to have a good time doing it. Things are going to be more fun, you know, things are going to taste better. better. Um, I love, you know, you're going to have a little bit more of an, I love being in the water when, when you, you know, when you're stoned, you got a little, little, uh, it's, it just feels great, man. It's, it's, I mean, that's all I can say. You know, it's been, it's been a little while since I've done that. I think more of like the, uh, the, I, I like doing the float tank and like doing a vape, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's, that's pretty interesting, but like at the pool, you know, right after, right after a couple of hits of a fucking pen or a joint, that's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that, man, that dude, wh- how about, what, how about your, your steel mace training lately? How's that been going? I mean, the weather's been kind of yeah, crappy. I have my first. Do I have my first uh, free classes tomorrow? So Steel Mace Oak Park is mm-hmm. launching. So the reason why I ask is like, what have you been doing with it that um, is that's got you like fired up or something that you like? Um. So I've been doing from a creativity standpoint. I've been doing a lot of different ground based flows. Like I feel like I've. Oh yes, dude! I've been seeing your Instagram, bro. You're getting all over. Yeah, there it's like. And honestly, it was since since the uh, the white belt certification. Like when you hit certain different levels of of fitness, you can almost feel like I, I can feel something unlock. Like I can feel almost like a new set of controls unlock in my body. And so, Do, when totally, I started doing my totally. ground based movement that I normally did, I started thinking like, oh, I can add this in there. Oh, I can do this movement with my hips now, and this and that. And a lot of that is accredited mm-hmm. to just the sheer amount of like reps we were putting in and our body, you know, our body growing from that basically and starting to, to yeah. build stronger connections so that things become easier um, and things become easy to the point where you feel like, Oh, I used to be able to just do this one movement. Now I can do this movement and another movement out of it because I'm that comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, man, I just started like really, feeling like a lot of creativity going when I was doing my body weight flows. Um, and as far as my steel mace flows are concerned, I've just been doing a ton of reps, man, like double arm swings, single arm swings, um, different external rotation patterns, internal rotation patterns in the shoulders, uh, single arm movements, um, you know, squatting, lunging, all that stuff, hinging, and just, doing a ton of reps uh, because sometimes I like to just get in that mode because uh, I, I'm basically building a base for being able to do like much stronger flows uh, in the future. Uh, yeah, dude, that sounds amazing. Like I, I couldn't agree with you more. That's exactly how I'm, I'm doing my things. And I'm usually using like that, that 15 pounder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said to myself that I want to get, you know, I want to get more, comfortable doing 20 pound flows and make that my next mm-hmm. jump up i want to get heavier clubs now i've been getting into the clubs nice. dude it's so fun it's so fun. i can't believe it's only been a year of a little bit over a year of moving like this and that i haven't gotten into this kind of stuff earlier on that's a shame yeah but, but dude i mean people are just like you said people are just getting on it now so i mean you're yes you're, yes, you're yes. in the you're in the right space at the right time um yes and, yes yes you know, Viking Ninja, they're, they're definitely at the forefront of this and, and doing their thing. 
um, and do that white belt certification. I'm excited for the next one. Put it that way. <laughs> Dude, did you see the blue belt 2020? Blue belt 2020, man. I'm I'm gonna be there. So let's get it. Uh, I'm yeah, definitely gonna be there, and we definitely gonna get it. And I'm so I'm I'm doing my first class tomorrow. I got the kids at eight. Uh, no, at uh, four p.m. Eight years old to thirteen mm-hmm. years old, and uh, it's gonna be a lot of like you know uh, open chain mobility, decompression, body weight movements. And then I'm going to finish it with adding the, the mace mm-hmm. in there with the exact body movements that we started on. So it's like a progression yeah. thing. And then we'll add like a little bit of a flow at the end. And then um, after the kids class, I'm doing my athlete class. And then my athlete class and my, uh, my steel mace 101 is going to like mirror each other mm-hmm. almost. Um, especially just for the beginning because I'm teaching, you know, a whole bunch of people this new tool. But, man, I'm really excited. Yeah, man, I'm excited for you. I wish I could actually go to that. I'm going to be downtown doing some other stuff, but um, good luck. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, But, you know, I was going to ask you, June, um, this podcast is going to come out the first week of Uh June, Uh, maybe the end of – no, maybe it'll come out. It'll maybe come out the week before then. But, anyway, June 3rd. No, June first, I think, is a Saturday. I'm June first. So you know, I'm oh, out of town. For oh, you're gone. Damn. Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, where are you going? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh's June is actually nice. like a horrible okay. month. For, like I'm going to Pittsburgh, going to Vegas on the eighth, the following weekend, and then I'll be doing a table with Veronica on the fifteenth, and my work. Yep. Are you gonna be in Park Ridge? Cool. I, I'm uh, I'm I'm meeting oh, up with her this weekend too. Yeah, we're gonna do some. Uh, I'm sorry. At her studio, we're gonna do a workout. I'm gonna bring the maces, try to get some footage. You know, connect all the good people together. Um, ten thirty. You want I might in? Bring some uh, some goodies too. Oh, that's, that sounds like a party. But yeah, 1030. That sounds freaking awesome. Then we can get some like real quality footage and get some workouts in. And, you know, like I think it's cool that, you know, she's in Park Ridge, you're in Glencoe, I'm in Oak Park, have ties to Park Ridge. Like I think we can really connect and unite a lot Definitely, of people man. in different cool. areas. Yeah, let's let's plan on doing that, linking up Saturday, 1030. Because uh, I need to talk to her anyway. Yep. Um, and yeah, that works. Sounds good. All right, man. Um, yeah. Dude, this has been in about an hour. And that was Rick, a really fast hour. I think we covered think everything so that we wanted good. to cover. Dude, this was, this was a fun one. This was a fun one. And I really appreciate your time and shooting the shit. You know, like personally, it's been uh, you know a rough week for me. But I, I honestly feel like the most optimistic ever. And it's interesting to kind of like go through low blows and – you know, be resilient, kind of like coming out with new moves yeah. when you're on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Like when that, when new, when things right. unlock, it feels really good. So, um, yeah. Um, thank you so much for your time. It's always fun to kind of like bounce off ideas off of, of a smart guy like you. And, you know, as always, I'm, I'm so looking forward to where, where this goes, Definitely, man. I'm excited too. This was a, this was a great podcast. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate yeah, your dude. time. And, uh, yeah. I'm I'm glad that you're 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 seeing the what's uh, the potential of what's going to happen next uh, because man you've been grinding doing these podcasts I saw that you come out with, like a lot of different episodes recently so 
Yeah, dude, I dropped a, I dropped two mm-hmm. this week with Lori and Benny. You know, got connected with those guys. But yeah, we're gonna keep coming. We keep doing. Guess who I'm podcasting with on Thursday, bro? I'm so excited uh, for this one. Wait, with these? Don't. Uh, yeah, guess. I want you to guess. If you get it, you win a hypothetical million dollars. Not Isik. Not Isik. Uh, Juan Leja from uh, from the Onyx Gym. Oh, nice. Yeah. Juan Leja. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun podcast, and I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I heard him on the Kyle Kingsbury podcast, and uh, I was like, oh my god, dude! Because I, I was in like talks with with him, like uh, I don't know, about yeah. a month back, and you know, people are busy, but I'm glad I got uh, a date in, and I'm gonna be recording that podcast on Thursday. So yeah, man, just keep on doing the things, and uh, yeah, this was a good this was a good one, and uh, we'll link up on oh, Saturday, man, dude. Awesome. Thank you for your time. And uh, you have a good rest of the evening uh, with your family. All right. All right, boss. And that was the podcast, everybody. What a great podcast and conversation between friends that have a lot of similar interests. And honestly, every time I talk with them, I get excited and motivated about furthering and advancing my career. Because I just don't know. He's got that effect. And I think it's important to uh, constantly keep people like that in your morphogenic field, as Paul Check says, so that you can kind of get their vibes, you know, and interchange them. And they can kind of get yours. And if they're positive and they work together, they slingshot each other into the stratosphere. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's something to it. I just know that every time Howard and I talk, there's some something that is to be gained, and hopefully you've, you've gained some positive knowledge slash benefit slash something that will uh, kickstart you in a upward trajectory, let's say. Thank you to uh, Well Vibes Organic if you're interested in high-quality CBD oil. Go to wellvibesorganic.com, use promo code DANNY at checkout and get 20% off your order of CBD. This episode is also brought to you by Action Coffee. So go to www.drinkaction.com right now. Home of the Amplified Coffee, which is MCT-infused coffee. It's the best in the French press. It's fuel for life. It's fuel for my life. Promo code Danny at checkout, drinkaction.com. Get 12% off. And this episode is also brought to you by, well, uh, no, this, this episode is also brought to you by Formula Nootropics. Go to uh, getmyformula.com right now. Take the nootropic test and uh, kind of see which nootropic stack is going to be best for you and your lifestyle so you can get that mental and physical pick me up. Use promo code Danny Cola Fitness at checkout. Get 20% off your nootropic stacks. Formula Nootropics. Follow them on Instagram. And that's really it, everybody. Check out my Instagram, Danny Cola Fitness. We can connect there. If you like what you heard today, please like, share, comment, subscribe to the podcast. And uh, we'll catch you later.